When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If a top quarterback falls in the draft, do the Broncos take him at 12? What if they fall to 8 or 6 or 4? Do the Broncos move up and take him? We're going to break it down on the DNVR Broncos podcast. We've got you here behind the camera. We've got Super Bowl 50 champ Todd Davis. And we've got Henry Chisholm, who just gave me a very weird look. What I was, was just confused about? where you were going with that. <laughs> There's just, I mean, it's always kind of chaos to start the show. And oh, it's like a, would you say it's chaos? Control mm. chaos well, or just pure chaos? It's kind of like a chaotic vibe off the start, <laughs> generally, you know? Dang, I was going to say it was like a powerful or energetic. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Oh, no, That's power. the approach I tried to take. I, yeah. And apparently chaos it's is, taken other Chaos ways. is powerful. Chaos is energetic. <laughs> you just like, you kind of sit on the edge of your seat, not really knowing where things are going to go. I, I felt like that one was pretty straightforward. No? It was, yeah, I know. And that's why, I, like... You, I panicked for a second. And yeah, I relaxed. you did panic. Yeah, I was a little confused for a second. We're good. Man, I got I got my calm guy on the left, and I got my chaotic guy on the no, right. That, you right. were the. I was just reacting to the expected chaos. I, I didn't bring any chaos. I think it would be. We talked about this last week. I think if it's not Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels in the first three picks in the draft this year. It would be chaotic. Not mm-hmm. necessarily in that order, but if I think that if those three guys aren't the first three picks in the draft, I think it would be chaos breaking out. And Henry, you said, "Oh, I could see there's a situation where that doesn't happen." Definitely. I said, "No way. I can't see that that there being a situation." Uh, and Todd, I think you agreed more so with me on there. You think that the first three picks will be quarterbacks, and and Daniel Jeremiah's latest mock draft that he dropped just yesterday. He had it going Henry's way. The top mm-hmm. three quarterbacks were not the first three picks in the draft, which leads to a very interesting situation for the Broncos. Should we just dive right into it? Let's do it. Okay, yeah. let's do it. Let's look at the top 12 picks of Daniel, J- Daniel Jeremiah's draft. And what I want to do is I want to go through how he has the draft unfolding all the way to the Broncos pick 
I'm curious what you guys think of his pick. But when we go through this, there might be opportunities for the Broncos to trade up. So we've kind of put some mock trades together. And I want both of your opinion mm-hmm. on if the Broncos should be taking these deals uh, and then who they're drafting if they take this deal. Or, or and additionally, I want got people in the comment section to let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be giving me those weird looks again. Henry. Sorry. You said additionally <laughs> instead of additionally, which um, is like you're like. At least it wasn't you know, uh, aesthetically. Aesthetically. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I thought yeah. about that last night and I, uh, <laughs> I giggled. I'm glad, you, I'm glad I could do that for you. <laughs> um, okay, so in the comment section, let us know if you're taking these trades and who you're drafting as we go through this so number one overall the more and more or the closer and closer we get to the draft the more and more it seems like the chicago bears are going to take caleb williams move on from justin fields did you guys see the drama with justin fields and the bears recently he like unfollowed some people yeah unfollowed Unfollowed the the bears Bears. yeah is that uh, a negotiating tactic like because it's not just justin that does this Mm -hmm. it seems that are like they're about to be a free agent or they're a team franchise tags them, they unfollow. Is this something the guys intentionally do? Yeah, I feel like it's all emotional. I think it's less thought out mm. of like a tactic. It's more like, I'm mad, I'm about to unfollow you. Did you ever do it? Unfollow the Broncos? Yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, after Right before I went to Minnesota, I unfollowed them. So was it right after they released you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That's, like, was it because... I don't want to see this on my feet. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. What I, it's not because like you hate them, or maybe you did at the moment, but it's more so you just like, you don't want to see it, right? That's a little hate. And hate. Yeah. Okay, and just the bitterness. Somebody okay. sees that you unfollowed them. And, yeah. you know Did anybody saying? tweet it? Uh, uh, post it? I don't even remember. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Damn. Be- because it's like, man, if you break up, or if your girlfriend breaks up with you, yeah. you don't want to be seeing pictures of her and living her best life, even if it's not really your best life. She's only going to post the highlights. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the Broncos during training camps and games, they only yeah. post the highlights. They're they going to post, post the lights. Like, Josie making a pick in practice or something. Right, exactly. You don't want to see that. <laughs> no, I think for my guys, I didn't care. It was just more so about everything Broncos I didn't want to see. Yeah. Like, it wasn't so much about the guys on the team because they didn't do anything to me. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't right. feel hurt by them. Yeah. Um, and I still feel like I was a good player, so I didn't feel like anybody was just better than me and I couldn't mm-hmm. play. You know what I'm just saying? I just had to... They were just cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. That It happens. So... Um, yeah, I didn't feel any way towards the guys. And then also, at the same time, you are giving them one less follower, which should hurt them a little bit, too. It should. <laughs> I know how important followers are here, so <laughs> one less to the Broncos. It did feel like it did something. <laughs> and Justin Fields unfollowed the Bears. It really seems like this is going to be what happens. And it, it yeah. probably should be what happens. I think Lewis Riddick was saying something about, like, oh, Justin Fields could really make him pay. For, for moving on. It's like, yeah, I guess that's one possible scenario. I think if they were to like worry about that and keep Justin Fields, they're in much more danger of the quarterback they didn't choose making them pay when Caleb Williams goes somewhere else. Right. Like right. it's just kind of an obvious decision. Yeah. Also, just while we're here, ESPN um they put up some like mock trades yesterday for Caleb Williams and for Justin Fields. Mm. And Caleb Williams, you have to give up a lot, as you'd probably guess. Justin Fields was generally i think two of them were like a third round pick and one was a future second so, which is a pretty much a third round pick basically yeah wow so you know there's that lot like second round pick i don't know if i'm in love with it third round pick why not if you do that if the broncos were to trade this year's third round pick mm-hmm. for justin fields is that all they're doing quarterback yes yeah fields and fields did him to let him fight it out 
Other than bringing in undrafted guy. Justin Fields is the guy. Yeah, I mean, he'd win the fight. Well, uh, Mark Sanchez, remember back in the day? Oh, yeah. That wasn't supposed to be much of a fight either. They called it a fight because they always call it a fight, but he didn't win that fight. Didn't they trade a conditional seventh round pick for Mark, though? Yeah. Very different than a third. Yeah, but I mean, it's there's all the contract situations, all that sort of stuff. But Indeed. everybody expected him to be the guy. Yeah, no, it's who, true. Who wound up beating him? Trevor. That Trevor was Trevor. Yeah. yeah, and then Paxson with the backup job. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> What a time. How about that? You have a vet that's been to multiple AFC championship games. You have a first-round pick, uh-huh. and then you have a seventh-round pick that I think had one snap in his career leading up to 2016, and it was a kneel down in the Steelers game mm. uh, when Peyton was hurt, so Brock was mm-hmm. playing, and he's the one that wins the job. Good for Trev, and I guess that speaks volumes to the other guys. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, would you remember what they had for Caleb Williams? You said it was a lot. Um, I remember one of them. Oh, one of them was the Giants. It was two first, two seconds, and Kayvon Thibodeau. And the Giants are at pick six? Yeah. yeah that's a lot. It is a lot. I, uh, I didn't really pay too much attention to the others because yeah. I thought none of them were projected to be with the Broncos. That's, Raiders were actually one of them for Caleb, I think, now that I think of it. Ooh, yeah. please no. Keep that away. Um, yeah. So Unless he's here, Demarcus Russell. There's no. That's true. Um, here, there's no trades because I think if the Bears are set on Caleb Williams, they're not trading that pick. So no opportunity for the Broncos to move up here with the second pick in the draft. Daniel Jeremiah has the Commanders taking Drake May. To me, no surprise here, and also mm-hmm. no trade option because if the Commanders won a quarterback. There's zero reason why they would trade this pick, even for mm-hmm. a haul. So no trade even projected. Probably, I don't know if it's a good pick, but the right pick, they need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think this is another one that seems pretty clear right, right now. You never know with the combine, like if Jaden Daniels just runs like a 4-3 and does like all those like on-the-run throws, all that sort of stuff, maybe something crazy happens right now. It's like 80-20 Drake made to Jaden Daniels. We know, we know that gets you hyped. You love the underwear Olympics uh, and guys at pro do days I? I don't throwing think, 80 yards. <laughs> I don't, yeah. He's, he said it. He put that on me. No, 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 no. I but do you didn't not even like say, that. like, no, I don't yeah, like that. Yeah, you were just like. Uh, <laughs> he got just, the slide eyes, too. He was like, it. yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's Drake May. Um, well, according to uh, Daniel Jeremiah in the way that you look at this, Henry, mm-hmm. Jaden Daniels comes out at the combine and runs like a 4-7. Because oh. the New England Patriots, who desperately need a quarterback. So right now they've got Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. They desperately need a quarterback. They don't take a quarterback here. So this pick is up for sale. Would you, if you're the Broncos, they, but they, they have a very high price tag on it because they are willing to not take a quarterback here. Yeah. Yeah, here, let's throw this first trade scenario up on the screen. Broncos get pick number three with Jaden Daniels on the board. And the Broncos have to give up pick number 12 this year. First round pick in 2025, so next year. First round pick in 2026. And next year's second round pick. So this leaves the Broncos with a number three overall pick, presumably to take Jaden Daniels. And it means they don't have a pick until the third round this year. Mm-hmm. It means they don't have a pick next year until the third round. And then in 2026, they don't have a first-round pick. Deal? No deal. No yeah. deal. I think it's just, you know, 
It just doesn't make sense to give up all that for one player. I know yeah. quarterbacks are important, but you need other pieces to your puzzle too. Like we keep we keep talking about selling it all, and I feel like we've already sold it all, and we're in this position <laughs> that we're in now. <laughs> Learn your lesson. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> fool me once, you know, shame on you. You can't get exactly. fooled again. Like I just feel like that's not the best choice. And this pick was actually funny to me because I was like, they need a quarterback. Why wouldn't they pick one? Yeah. But then I looked at their cap space they have 70 million dollars in cap yeah. space so they're go like kirk we cousins. can get a wide receiver and then go yeah. get kirk cousins like i understand the pick definitely mm. um yeah I, i'm definitely not taking the trade i would give up three firsts i definitely wouldn't give up three firsts in a second like it's just Jaden daniels isn't worth that um but yeah i understand the pick too i mean there's there, there's only been quarterbacks going one two three twice in nfl history can you name them um, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Yep. One, two, three. Recently? No Google. Keshawn Johnson it went number one overall. Wait, Wait. Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks were... going one, two, three. Oh, I think I meant wide receivers, dude. I'm like, nah, it's okay. If you want to start listening to the show, though, feel free. I, I don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. People say it's a pretty good one. Dude, yeah. when you talk, I just kind of like space out completely. It just sounds like womp, 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 Wait, wait, wait. Have, have wide receivers ever gone one, two, three? No. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, thought, I thought he asked wide receivers have gone in the top oh, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Calvin Johnson would be one. Yeah, imagine like a Calvin Johnson, Randy Moss, Jerry Rice draft class. Yeah. That'd be one, two, three. For sure. Yeah, the answer is... Uh, well, hindsight, it would be. Wait, wait, wait. Let okay. Me, let me... Uh, recently. Yeah. In the past 10 years? I'm not... Just start guessing. Well, then never mind. You just need hints? Me. You need <laughs> hints before you even <laughs> yes. give a guess. Yes. Al, was the Alway draft one, two, three? No. But it was 20... What about the Baker Mayfield one? Uh, no. Baker Mayfield, because Saquon went two in yep. that one. No. Yes. No. One was very recently. Last year? Nope. Two years ago. Uh, that was Kenny Pickett, so no. Oh, oh wait, was it the, what about the year before that? Three years ago. Oh, it was, uh, <laughs> it was Trevor Lawrence, uh, Hank's guy, Zach Wilson, Love that. and Trey Lance. There and you go. included in that draft was a trade-up from 12 yeah. to 3 true. to pick the third quarterback. Only other time it that happened. That worked out so well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Super Bowl this past year. Not with him. Imagine if they were one player away from winning it. Imagine if they would have done something else. Um, Other one was Jim Plunkett, Archie Manning, and Dave Pastorini. 1971. We wasted enough time. I I, I thought it was going to be fun to watch you try to guess, but we wasted enough time. We couldn't keep going. Uh, What was the Trey Lance trade? Wasn't it three first-round picks plus a third? And a third. Okay, so then trade the second for a third. You doing it? I wouldn't do it for three firsts. Okay. So No, yeah, not for Jaden Daniels. Like if it was Caleb Williams, I'd do it. But okay. I'm not doing that for Jaden Daniels. Okay. I'm you guys aren't doing the deal. I'm doing the deal. Oh um, wow. I would do it for what Caleb Williams and uh uh for uh Jaden Daniels. But, I would not do this if Jaden Daniels oh. goes number two and it's Drake May. I I just think Jaden Daniels has everything you want in a quarterback. I Clip. feel like you're making that decision like it's not your money. Like, you're just a sh- <laughs> <laughs> you're the sugar baby spending the money. Like, go ahead. I'll buy whatever I yeah, want. Exactly. Like, we, there's no way. You know what? I kind of think that's how Sean isn't fully viewing it that way. But, like, he's good. He has a borderline Hall of Fame career already. He doesn't want to be here signing Jimmy Garoppolo and going down mm-hmm. that route. He's here for a good time, not necessarily so saying, a long and, time. And you think he's yeah. right. You think he's right. What? I mean, you said you would do it, not yeah. Sean would do it. You you think he's right? 
I would do it for Jay, for there Jane Daniels. Yep. I we would. need to do a better job like clipping this stuff and setting like a reminder for five years from yeah. now and just yeah, absolutely so just look back. Yep. Yep. It, and I would I would love it. Yeah. If they got Jaden Daniels here, I do understand how much it is to give up. Um, but okay, you Ooh, guys. I will say I would really enjoy it if they did it. It would be a lot of fun if they didn't. Be electric. If I was using my brain, there's no way I would do it. But it would be it would be entertaining. You know what it would be? RG three. Jaden Daniels, talented quarterback, no protection, yeah. and getting smacked left and right trying to hold yep. the team together. And then all the Broncos assistant coaches wind up winning Super Bowls after they leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. who, Zach, Zach Streif? Yeah, is, Zach Streif. Uh, I'm just you trying gotta, to picture the young commander's staff. Obviously, it's going to be Jim Leonard. If there's one Super Bowl champion, that's him. Yep, yep. Um, Vance. Vance gets another mm, shot. He's going to go win course. one. Of course, yep, yep. Um, and then Sean's retired at this point, right? Just yeah. like Mike Shanahan's retired. He's got that yeah. white hair. Yeah, let's move on with the draft, yeah. Sean Payton's son is trying to make his way uh, in this industry, too. Right now, hmm. he's a TCU um, mm-hmm. uh, personnel staffer, yeah. so maybe he's coaching, too, then. That could be. Um, okay, so I'm taking this trade, so my draft is done. Jaden Daniels with the Broncos, third pick in the draft. You don't have any future first round picks Just look at Todd's for face. so long. Yeah, he's disgusted by this. <laughs> but for you guys, the draft continues. Yeah. So Marvin Harrison Jr. taken by the Patriots. He better be really good for them to pass up on a quarterback because it's Bailey Zappi throwing the ball to Marvin Harrison Jr. It'll probably be Kirk Cousins or something. They've got yeah, so much money. Be, They'll yeah. figure something out. Yeah, there you go. I'm confident <laughs> saying it won't be Bailey Zappi. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. Yeah. Um. So now the fourth pick Russ. is on the clock, and the Cardinals have Kyler Murray. They're mm-hmm. not moving on from him, so the Broncos call, or maybe the Cardinals call the Broncos and say, we've got a deal for you here, and here's the trade. Broncos get the fourth pick, and it costs almost the same. Three first-round picks. Yeah. 12 this year, first-round pick, 2025, first-round pick, 2026, but... You get to save that second round pick. Are you considering this now? No. No. Okay. Yeah, well, I already quick. said I'm not giving up three first for Jane Daniels. Wow. Maybe the price tag will get a little better after this pick, but sure hope you, so. you guys say no to this one. Maybe I should have uh, stayed pat and I would have had an additional second round pick here, but I already sold that. I was about to say, Zach, you know yeah, the yeah, yeah. I do know what the trades scenarios. <laughs> and that's how much I like Jaden Daniels and how awesome I think he's going to be. Um, the Cardinals. You hear, speaking of wide receivers going early, when was the last time two wide receivers went in the top four picks? He's really thinking. Wasn't it the Jerry Judy drafts? Would that be? No. No, first receiver was taken Henry Ruggs with the like 9th pick. 11? 11 or 10. Um, I don't know the answer. I was just asking. I thought you might know. I, I would say never. I, I would say it's never happened. Two wide receivers in the top four picks? There's no way. That's insane. Yeah. Um, and that's what the Cardinals are doing here. You're grabbing Malik, uh, is it Neighbors? Yeah. Neighbors from LSU. Uh, that would be wild. Again, two quarterback, two wide receivers going. But the draft keeps falling well for you guys here. And the Chargers are on the clock. No way that they trade with the Broncos, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Nope. Same division. Unless. You not think so. Broncos are willing to give up a little premium here for this. So Broncos would have to overpay. For this one, and here's what the Chargers demand for the fifth pick in order for their division rival to grab a quarterback. It's going to be number 12 this year, 
a first round pick next year and a second round pick next year. So it's no longer the three firsts. Henry, you've been so adamant that you're not giving three firsts. Would you do it for two firsts and a second? No. I, I will say, like, wow. like I said, like even the first one, I'd really enjoy it. Like it'd be a good time. This one, like, if they did it on the show, I'd be like, oh, bad deal, but this will I, I can be happy and excited immediately. It won't be like, holy shit, what did you just do? Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I still would say no. I, you, I think you're giving Hallball too much ammunition uh, to use against you. That's true. His whole tenure at the Chargers. Mm. Um, you know, they haven't had, they didn't have a good year this year, but they're only a couple pieces away. If their quarterback plays like he's capable of playing, they don't need too many more pieces. And if you give them now two more first round picks mm -hmm. and a second round pick, they're going to put together a solid team within two years. Mm. That's not worth it to me. So I'm going to say no. So it's actually, uh, you're not thinking that the Chargers would say no to this. You don't want to help the Chargers. It's not the Chargers not wanting to help you. Yeah. That's oh. what it so what if this was the same offer for the fourth pick? Two firsts and a second, and it's not to the Chargers. It's going to an NFC team. I honestly don't feel like I'm moving in this draft. Oh. That's my stance on it. It's, it's take who's available at quarterback if that's what we want to do, if we want to truly try and win now. But if not, and in some of these other drafts, they have us taking a non-quarterback, I'm fine with that too. We just have to change the narrative from win now to mm. we're in a little rebuild, like a tiny one. You don't have yeah. to make it a big <laughs> yeah. deal. Uh -huh. like, but I'm okay with that as well because I think those, those are smarter decisions than trading up having a dynamic quarterback, wasting him for the next three years until we're able to get some more capital and picks back to be able to load the roster with uh, people to help him out. So I'm staying at 12. I'm letting everybody know now, like, I'm not moving up. Well, I, that's a very logical approach. I'm going to test your patience, though, because <laughs> the Chargers, they got Justin Herbert. They're not taking a quarterback. They yeah. take tackle Joe Alt. Unfortunately, probably a really good pick for them to help protect Justin Herbert, which means... Quarterback is Jaden Daniels still on the board. So, Todd, maybe with this next pick, you'll make a deal because it's not going to cost you as much. But what you're telling me is you're just chilling in this draft. Big chilling. You need a nice Coors Light to complete that chill. And I need a Coors Light to chill right now mm. because we've gone a long ways in this show and I'm just getting so caught up in this draft. I think Coors Light to help me <laughs> Your chill. Your draft has been over for 15 minutes. Bit. Yeah, it's true. Mine has. But I'm trying to get you guys to draft Jaden Daniels so we can all have a fun uh -huh. time. And you're going to want a Coors Light to chill for Rocky season, for Broncos yes. season. For this weekend, I think we get like 65 degrees. You definitely want to chill. And our friends over at Coors Light is the perfect beer for chilling. When you want to hang out with friends and just take a step back, Coors Light is the beer to reach for. We're so excited for this new partnership with Coors Light. We're all about it. We've got them on set right now. And Coors Light is all about chill, not just chilling with friends and chilling with uh, Coors Light, but also they're all about chill. It, their beer is bottled cold. Uh, it is fermented cold. It's enjoyed cold. In fact, you know, the Rockies, the blue Rockies, turn even bluer mm -hmm. when it's cold. So they are all about that chill. And if you want to get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Instacart, check them out at CoorsLight.com slash DNVR. When it's time to chill, Coors Light is the beer 
we reach for, and now you'll reach for. CoorsLight.com slash DNVR. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And shout out to our friends over at Bet365. Right now, Bet365, they have loads of bets that you can make on who's going first, who's going second, who's going 12th, mm-hmm. and what's going to happen. And at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Right now, new customers can choose between two offers when they open an account at Bet365. Use code DMVR365 to sign up, deposit $10, and choose between either the bet and get offer and place a bet of $5 or more and get $150 in bonus bets or the first bet safety net offer by placing a bet up to $2,000. That's big money. That's Hank money. And if you qualify, <laughs> uh, if your qualifying bet loses, you received a match refund and bonus bets. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment is never ordinary at bet365 you must be 21 and older and physically located in colorado please gamble responsibly if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call or text 1-800-GAMBLER all right um you guys are getting really lucky because over at bet365 you know who the favorite is to be the third overall pick in the draft regardless of team marvin harrison jr no nope. oh. he's daniels Jaden Daniels, plus 160. Drake May, plus 175. Marvin Harrison Jr., the first non-quarterback on that list, though, at plus 225. And he's still on the board at pick six in Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft. (laughs) So it is now the New York Giants on the clock. And they've got Daniel Jones, if it's the right offer, they're willing to move this pick. Are you willing to trade up? Here's the offer Broncos get number six with Jaden Daniels still on the clock, and the Giants get your first-round pick this year, the third-round pick this year, and a second-round pick next year so you no longer have to give up multiple first-round picks. Todd, you still chilling at 12? So we will have a first and a fourth? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Your next pick wouldn't be, what pick is that, 100-something? Yeah. And then we're still 20 million in... Cap Hill? <laughs> yeah. I see. You're not actually okay, thinking okay. about this anymore. You're showing how stupid No, no, no. It is. I'm just I'm asking so I can you know, put together a yep. full picture yep. of what we're going yep, through. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and then next year you have a first-round pick, but you don't have uh, a second-round pick for back-to-back years. Yeah. This is, this is actually... Uh, um. A terrible, a terrible, <laughs> a terrible option. So. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I thought I actually was uh, making you consider, Henry. You, you said you want to give up three first. Oh, yep, I do that okay. one. I think that one's fine. Um, uh, he, he's a good quarterback. Like, there's a part of me that thinks, like, how confident are you that he's better than like JJ McCarthy and the rest of those guys? But it's it's not a lot to give up for. I mean, he's a freak athlete. He's got a big arm. Sure. Roll the dice. Man, so I view this draft as top three quarterbacks. Drake May, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, not in that order. And then uh, a second tier of quarterbacks where it's J.J. McCarthy, mm-hmm. Bo Nix, Michael Penix, again, not in that order. Do you not view it that way? I mean, you view it that way. but no, I'm asking you. Yeah, definitely. But just realistically, the it, the odds of a quarterback panning out just... Like, maybe if there really is two tiers, a top three and an next three, then there's, like, a 20% chance you hit on, like, one of those first three, and there's, like, a 10 to 15, 15% chance you hit on 12% chance, I guess, probably, that you hit on those next three. So it's, like, yeah, you'd rather have those odds and those odds, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, it's probably just not going to work out 
Todd, you're not willing to trade multiple firsts for Jaden Daniels. Is he not a top-tier guy in your mind? I think he's a good quarterback. I yeah. just feel like we're not in a position right now where I feel like we're one quarterback away, mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah, yeah. And so I'd Very rather fair. prepare us to do that. And I think that every draft class has at least one or two guys who have the potential to play in the NFL and are talented. I think Jaden Daniels is tremendously talented. I just don't think... That's the best move for the Broncos mm -hmm. right now. As totally I look fair. at everything, especially yeah, because totally I mean, fair. things could go well for Jaden Daniels next year, and he still probably won't play as well as Russ played last year, and he won eight games, and so then maybe the next year he's able to like surpass what Russ did next, last year. But then at that point, I mean, it's like okay, does that get you nine to ten? Like, it, it it isn't going to be the difference between making the playoffs or not. You're still like looking at a few years down the line. And so trading up and losing assets to make you worse down the line to get that guy now. I see I see why you could just wait. Yeah, and, and that's that's the likely scenario about what would happen. Mm -hmm. But the other scenario is you could have the CJ Stroud Houston Texas experiment chance. where like they risk their future by trading to move up uh, and to get Will Anderson. And it actually worked out for them. Where mm -hmm. when they made that move, I thought it was so idiotic. Because I was like, mm -hmm. what are you doing giving up what could end up being a top pick? And it turns out that they got the third pick in the draft for what ended up being like the 20th pick in the draft this year. But Henry, to your point, mm -hmm. that doesn't happen often. Where mm -hmm. a rookie quarterback has a lot more success than anyone's expecting from a team wins perspective. Um, okay, so... Uh, Todd, you're just you're passing on the top three. Totally get it. Henry, you slid in just at the right time to get Jaden Daniels because in there, Jan Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft, he has the Giants taking Jaden Daniels here. Or is that a competition with Daniel Jones then? Um, I can't remember the contract. I just remember it's a lot. I think my question is, would you rather have Daniel Jones or Justin Fields? Justin Fields? Yeah. Easily. Uh, okay, if you're if you're sure, I mean Daniel Jones. Like, like there's a reason. Do. There's a reason he got like. Didn't, I think he got forty million a year. He got four years, hundred sixty million, but I think it was two years guaranteed. Yeah. So again, like it's not huge numbers, but like at one point in his career, he was looked at as a guy you give forty million dollars to. He Justin Fields, exactly. But it was just, the one year, the contract year, where yep. he did good. Totally. The years before that, huh. the year yep. after that, huh. one hundred percent. But we're yep. comparing yep. to Justin Fields, who hasn't even had like the one moment where you'd be like, "Yeah, I'd give him forty million bucks." But he's so much cheaper too. He is. Yep. Yeah, that is probably true. You pick up his fifth year option, but you don't sign him to an extension, and then mm -hmm. you have two more years to evaluate who he is. Yep. So, would you rather have Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, or Jaden Daniels? Oh, Jaden Daniels. Oh, okay. So Otherwise, is, so you'd this be trading a good pick yeah. then for the Giants, in your opinion. Yeah, definitely. Because you're not giving up any future assets. Um, so on the draft value chart, that's how I was how I was building these trades. You could either give up twelve this year, that third round pick and second round pick, or you could give up twelve and a future first round pick. Would you rather give up future first or a combination of a second and third? And I know you're not making the first would be next but, year. Yep. How many first-round draft picks do we have on the team now? Pat, Jerry. Jerry. McGlinchey. Garrett Bowles. McGlinchey yeah, from a different team. I think that's it. Right? Yeah, because Benito wasn't. Sanders, no. Yeah, it'd be DJ defense. Jones wasn't. No, that's it. Yeah. No, I can't give him <laughs> <laughs> We need We need some firepower yep. for sure. Totally yeah. fair. Definitely. Um, okay, so now the way this draft is falling, we can go a little quicker because... 
Well, you're probably not trading up for another quarterback right now. You're probably just letting the board fall. And let's see how it falls right here. The Tennessee Titans um, are taking... Uh, Olufushanu? Yes. the uh, That's the Penn State tackle, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. So they're taking him. He's off the board now. Two tackles off the board with the eighth pick in the draft. Daniel Jeremiah has the Falcons... Taking J.J. McCarthy here. Is this a surprise? No. No, no. I think they need a quarterback. Yeah. 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 Taking the fourth quarterback. I wonder how many times a quarter, four quarterbacks have gone in the top eight picks. <sighs> mm. One sec. Did that happen? Oh, there were two receivers in 2003 in the top four. Charles Rogers was two and Andre Johnson was three. Yeah, shout out Jose for that when he had it oh. in the chat. Wow. Wow. So that is... Uh, what did... Charles, Charles Rogers, he got hurt and then suspended, and that was kind of that. Yeah, that Dang. is. And then Andre Johnson goes on to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Charles Rogers also a lion. Mm. So I mean, like it was. I mean, not that because the Calvin Texans Johnson went number two overall, and he was a lion. Definitely, he made but I mean that's Calvin Johnson. I mean, you put you you take a number two pick and throw him on the Lions. Like I mean, the odds of that working out are much slimmer than most teams. Mm. But then there's literally evidence that shows that a number two overall pick at wide receiver can be a hot Oh, pick. it's not impossible. Odds are just slimmer. <laughs> Much slimmer. Do you believe in that? What? Just like franchises. Ruining players? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, the Browns? <laughs> yeah. 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 You go to the Lions. It's just you're kind of doomed. Not anymore, but you used to be. For yes. Sure. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, teams can change. After 40 years, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Browns are kind of coming around after 25 years. Man, and uh, 20 years. their playoff tickets reflected it. Over mm-hmm. $1,000 for their playoff tickets. And if you wanted the best tickets, the best prices, our friends over at Game Time had those for you. If you want to go to any concerts this weekend, this month, this year, any sporting events, Nuggets, Avs, Rockies coming up, you want some opening day tickets, you check out our friends over at Game Time and use that code DNVR to get $20 off your first purchase after downloading the Game Time app and using it. And here's the thing about Game Time. They've got the best prices on uh, tickets, but they're going to guarantee it with their Game Time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time's going to credit you 110% of the difference, more than you actually paid for the ticket to make up for it, just to show that they're going to guarantee you the best ticket price so go to the game time app and use that code dnvr to get 20 dollars off your first purchase four in the top eight has never happened before for quarterbacks four in the top 10 i believe has happened but not eight four in the top 11 happened uh, which fields yep exactly yep also uh circle k uh you can go sign up uh save yourself some money because they've got a whole bunch of perks if you become a member um they'll get you 25 cents off of uh, of per gallon of gas uh for your first five fill-ups your first five polar pops are free um every sixth item is free on several items including pizza and roller grill stuff dispensed beverages donuts all that it's a free membership it's easy to download the app uh, you can use the QR code. All you do is enter your email and phone number, and you'll be fully enrolled in the Inner Circle program. Um, we've got a whole bunch of stuff here. They have to restock it a lot, though, because they've got a lot of snacks. Yeah. I think, ooh, I was having some of those. Uh, oh, it was the gummy bears. And I noticed that they have, like. Uh, gummy bears? 
Uh, yes, very fruity. Um, uh, they uh, they have like the Ziploc thing at the yeah. top, Resealable so you can reseal the snack. Yeah. Exactly. So that's pretty crazy that because because you I just would never think of that like you yeah. open the bag of gummy bears it's open but no those ones you can reseal they've got a whole bunch of good stuff uh, we've got a bunch here obviously so sign up for the inner circle head over to Circle K yeah and all their snacks are very aesthetic too I don't think aesthetic, <laughs> aesthetically yeah. pleasing exactly yeah. and pleasing what were you saying Aud- <laughs> auditionally um, I don't even yeah remember. you said no, auditionally no, no yeah as if somebody was auditioning <laughs> not that it was in addition to uh. you know who's picked up a lot of steam recently is uh, JJ McCarthy over the past mm-hmm. week um, he's been linked to a lot of teams in the top fifteen ish and I think he's really the one that's climbing draft boards right now um, really ever since Jim Harbaugh took over the Chargers job, and after he said that he's the best college quarterback to ever play at Michigan or something like that. Uh, Then best ever. Then best ever. He did say best college quarterback ever. Exactly. So he's he's climbing up draft boards, and there's been actually someone that's linked the Broncos to Mm -hmm. J.J. McCarthy. Speaking of him going to the Falcons at eight, there's also buzz that the Vikings like him, and they pick one pick ahead of the Broncos at 11. Speaking of the Vikings, they're Dave equivalent of Dave Logan. So their guy that calls games mm-hmm. um, on the radio. His name's Paul Allen. He also has a radio show. Um, he has over two hundred thousand followers on Twitter, and he's done this job for a long time. He said on the airwaves this week. He said uh, about the Broncos and JJ McCarthy. He said. There's just a little bit of steam that is beginning to emerge locally that Sean Payton loves J.J. McCarthy. Payton covets the next Drew Brees. So just keep that in mind. You know, when you're thinking 11 and you're thinking J.J. McCarthy at 11, just know behind you, you have a desperate Sean Payton who basically will beg, borrow, and steal to get exactly what he wants from this draft from a quarterback standpoint. A pretty reliable individual informed me over the weekend that Peyton is quite enamored with J.J. McCarthy. How does he know he's going to steal? <laughs> That's, yeah. How does he know that? We don't. Has yeah. he caught him in the act of stealing before? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I do think he, if he wants a quarterback in this draft, he will spend whatever he has to to get it. Like you say, he's playing with house money at this point. If it doesn't work out, he'll go back to the mastermind group and figure it out. I think he'll be fine. But mm-hmm. if he wants a quarterback, he'll spin for it. Yeah. I, I guess this is another one of those. Like we go back to the senior bowl. It's the exact same thing. It's like, it's just a whole bunch of guys sitting there watching football practice. And one of them, like they all get to talk. And it's like, Oh, I bet Sean Payton probably wants to get rid of or whatever the report was. Or they want to drive whatever. And then somebody is like tweets like, Ooh, somebody said this. And everybody's like, oh, what? And, but those aren't real reports. Like I'm just not buying that. And these are these have anything behind them? Like they're just it's just people throwing shit against the wall. Like because you're you're like you're going to combine this week, you can go out there. There'll be like reporters everywhere. You say like, yeah, I bet I bet Sean's gonna get rid of Russ and draft somebody. That guy's gonna turn around and tweet like, oh, people in Denver (laughs) believe that Sean Payton is going to do it. And it's like it's just it's it's all just nothing. It's all just nothing. But I do think I do think there's reason that, that it would make sense for them to go together. Like JJ McCarthy. Like, we kind of expected him to kind of shoot up during the draft process because he's the only one who actually comes from an NFL offense. Like, he's the only one that, like, can play from under center, has to go through all the all the different progressions. Like, there is plenty of value in that. So, like, you see a Jaden Daniels in the spread offense and you see all the tools and say, like, oh, we could mold him into being something awesome. 
from outsiders, that sounds great. It, it makes sense that teams would say, like, just give me the guy who has done what we are going to ask him to do and get rid of some of those question marks. So I'm not going to try to put too much into this report at yeah. all. But the only thing that I will add mm -hmm. is in the Broncos' front office, there are a lot of people from Minnesota that did spend that time with the Vikings. I don't think George Payton is going behind Sean's back mm -hmm. and telling Paul Allen, like, Sean really loves JJ, mm -hmm. especially when he knows he has a radio platform. But there's also Kelly Klein. It's true. And there's other people in the organization that have been from Minnesota. I'm not saying it's a direct leak from the Broncos organization mm -hmm. to Paul Allen, but there are a lot of connections. So this one's just, it's still pretty random, but it's not as random as just like true random reporters and scouts. But so I, again, I don't want to put too much on there, but it is interesting that that's being put out there. But mm -hmm. in this scenario, doesn't matter. Broncos don't land uh, JJ because he goes eight anyways here. All right, here, let's pull up. So now Michael Penix is still there. Yep. Bo Nix is still there. But if the Broncos really wanted a quarterback, this isn't falling ideally with four gone in the first eight. With the ninth pick, the Chicago Bears select Rome Odunze. Man, this is working well for them. They get Caleb and a wide receiver now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good pick there. Like, the receivers are really good. Um, I just won't spoil what happens in the draft. But, yeah, I mean, you can't you can't fault it. Like, it's an offense-heavy draft, the receivers and tackles, which is what's gone other than the quarterbacks. It makes sense that those would be the guys who go. You know what's going to happen in the draft? Yeah. You said you don't want to spoil what happens in the draft? Well, I'm not going to spoil oh, what happens. Oh, you mean happens. the mock draft? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, you know what's going to happen. No, um, I do not know what's <laughs> going to happen. I didn't get the script. So then uh, with the 10th pick... A tackle, one of the positions you just mentioned. What is this, yeah. the third tackle taken now? Yep. Yeah. Yep, third tackle off the board to the New York Jets. Clearly, Aaron Rodgers needs all the help that he can get. And then with the 11th pick, one pick before Wait, the who Broncos. Wait, who is that pick? Who? Uh, uh, the, that tackle. Fuaga. Yeah, Talese Fuaga. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Know, I, I know. Okay, I just the name didn't come up, so I was just a little curious. Oh, yeah, just, uh, I just, there was no reason to say it. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, how many, so top 10 picks. How many defenders have been taken? Zero. Zero. Zero defenders. Broncos would get the number one defensive player if it weren't for the Minnesota Vikings, who take Dallas Turner. Did you hear that name? Dallas Yeah, you Turner. got that one. I said the yeah. name. Uh, Edge from Alabama, taking one pick before the Broncos. Uh, how are we feeling about the Broncos on the clock now at 12? Feeling good. Um, I feel like... In my mind, as the GM of the Denver Broncos, uh, I'm building for the next couple of years. I know that this year is kind of a rebuilding year. I'm going to have to shit, sit Sean down and kind of tell him, like, I know you <laughs> want to win, but what's best for this organization is that we kind of put the team together that makes everybody successful. So I think we, we're good right now. We can still pick a great player, and it doesn't have to be a quarterback. Mm -hmm. And we can get a stopgap QB for next year or rock with Russell Wilson for two more. Um, but I'm okay with where we are at the draft. Very, very, yeah. very level-headed and a good perspective, Todd. And I can actually, even though I already traded three first-round picks and a second-round pick, I can get behind with what you're saying. But you said we're going to have to sit Sean, Sean down and have this, this talk. Who's doing that in the Broncos organization? Because Greg Penner said he's uh, wanting to win just as much as the fans. George Payton has to win for his job. So if it's not, if this message isn't coming from Sean... Where's it coming from? I know Greg Penner says he wants to win, but I think he is a very, very smart 
man and he understands so mm. the reality of winning right now and the lack of capital and the lack of draft picks and he's not just going to mm -hmm. blindly just say whatever it takes we're going to win right now because it's not possible yeah so i think he's going to be the one delivering the message probably get off the private jet driver to take him. He'll just, he'll just bring Sean to the to the airfield. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. come on the jet. We have to have a conversation. Um, I think he has to be the one that says it. It's yeah. like a murder scene. Why don't you just come on my, my jet for a second <laughs> when, uh, when, when I'm stopped here? Yeah. And, I mean, the other thing is, like, if you do want to win right now, it's not the rookie quarterback. You got Russell Wilson right there. Mm. Like, that's a guy who was out there. He was successful. Not like he wasn't... Uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm not gonna say the other guy's name again. We talk about the Chiefs too much, um, but he, he wasn't. <laughs> smart, he wasn't smart. Josh. He wasn't You're those learning. guys. But he's done. He's done enough to like get by. Like like I said. Like if you're trying trying to win, a rookie quarterback is not going to win a lot of games unless you get incredibly lucky, which I guess is possible. But yeah, it just is what it is. In terms of how this draft has fallen, outs. If you if you take the quarterbacks uh, out of the picture. Marvin Harrison is to me obviously the top prospect. Yeah. After that, the guys I'm most interested in are all on the board. Oh. Yeah. Tell I mean, me. Terry and Arnold is awesome. The corner. Yep. Brock Bowers is still there. Yeah. Um, Leatu Latu. If you want a pass rusher, like he's right there. You know, you could get into the tackles, and obviously the best ones are off the board. You gotta. If they move on from Garrett Bowles, for example, then that changes. Um, those other receivers, though, they don't really tempt me. If you're going, like, you have enough receivers unless Marvin Harrison is there. Um, so to me, this is falling perfectly because there's a bunch of guys I really like on the board. Yeah, and unfortunately, the Broncos draft a guy that you didn't mention. Uh, yeah. So maybe it fell perfect for them or really mm -hmm. well for them. And the Broncos, according to Daniel Jeremiah, draft Jared versus. The edge from Florida State. And his reasoning for that is Denver is another potential landing spot for a quarterback. In this exercise, though, they compl or they um, complement some of the young talent in their secondary with the difference maker up front. What do you think of that? I'm not making that choice at the GM. I'm mm -hmm. taking Brock Bowers. Um, I think that he is the spark that we need on offense. And... We don't have enough pieces on defense for this one to be a difference maker. Mm -hmm. Next year, they're going to add him to the rotation. He's going to get doubled or chipped, and it's going to be like he had a terrible first year and he was a bust. Everybody else along the defensive line at this moment right now can be blocked one-on-one. -on -one. We don't have somebody that consistently beats their guy one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like he would be a game-changer because – it's going to be too easy for teams to just scheme up for this new young talent. Mm -hmm. Now with Brock Bowers and Cortland Sutton continuing to have the year he has, Marvin Mims coming on as a wide receiver. We got two talented running backs that we'll have. Our O-line has another year of playing together. Mine is Cushingberry. I think we could benefit from a piece of offense that will help our defense by not having to be out there every, you know, 100 plays a game. Yep. So I think this yeah. is a – this is a pick that ultimately helps the offense, but I think it helps the defense as well because the defense, besides the uh, Miami game, found ways to have success with the guys that we had and different mm -hmm. blitz packages and, and being able to get guys uh, rushing you know, at different times. They made it work. So I don't think you need to that's – that's for another draft. I think we get the tight end yeah. now. Next year, we maybe get an edge rusher when we find like we have some more pieces or interior guy. But right now, I'm taking Brock Bowers. He's a talented guy. I think Laporta went 
35, 34 last year for us yeah. to the second yeah. round. Yeah. If he can do anything close to that yeah. for exactly. us this year, I'm taking it. Exactly. Yeah, and that's where I'm at. And it's not that I don't like Jared Verse. It's just that like Brock Bowers is right there. What are you doing? Um, so Jared Verse like started Albany, was awesome there, uh, transferred to Florida State, and he's like a massive defensive end, outside linebacker, probably outside line, three four, probably NFL. But he's four two fifty. Yeah. A couple nine sack seasons had like 11 tackles for loss the year before he had like 17 like those are some good numbers and he's really big um he doesn't quite know what he's doing yet and because he was like an fcs to fbs guy he's already 23 and so he's kind of like late in that process and that doesn't mean like i don't want him or he's not a good prospect but like dallas turner who just went off the board he's like five-star prospect out of out of uh high school goes to bama flashes immediately plays three years so he's still young he isn't quite as polished he wasn't quite as productive as jared verse but you just see all his tools and it's like if you're looking for a first round pick that's an easy first round pick because that's just a guy who you look at and say like he could be an all pro for forever with verse it's like yeah you could develop him and he's probably a really consistent good player um but just not super exciting when you have brock bowers on the board terry and arnold on the board like there's just guys who i think have a much better chance of being freaks in the nfl and so that's why i would just go a different way and i and i agree with both of you of what you said one if there is a great offensive player on the board you didn't bring sean payton here to build a great team you brought sean uh -huh. payton in here to have a, a great offense that's able to carry you to the playoffs year in and year out and you got to surround him with pieces to do that you don't have a second round pick this year so is really using your third round pick on an offensive guy gonna really change the way Sean's able to operate his offense? No, not really. You have mm -hmm. a top pick, and if mm -hmm. Brock Bowers is there, that's a difference maker right there. And if you are not going quarterback here, and you're sticking with Russ, uh, or you're going with the journeyman, you need playmakers, mm -hmm. Brock Bowers would be that guy. So it would be mm -hmm. so hard for me to pass up on him. I agree with what you guys said. And then also, just the outside linebacker position right now. Like, it's not corner. You need a second corner. And if you're able to get an absolute stud, I love that. But then at edge, Baron Browning was PFF's highest rated uh, defensive player on the entire Broncos. So obviously talents there. Nick Benito, are you giving up on him yet? You're, you're giving up on him um, or Baron Browning. Uh, one of those top guys, if you select Jared Verse at 12 here. To me, it just doesn't, it, th those guys aren't bad enough yet. They haven't been full busts where you're moving on from them yet. So I just wouldn't love that for this pick. Um, but, man, the board falls in an intriguing way for the Broncos there. Very intriguing. And uh, I'm glad that I have Jaden Daniels. And you guys <laughs> have Jared Verse as your mm -hmm. picks there. Yeah. Brock Bowers would be crazy here. <laughs> yeah, well. Like that, especially when you used to look at the Broncos. Like, it's just the perfect fit. Like, Did you, you see the outfit he was wearing in, in media day? Yeah, yeah. He's meant to play either Bronx in Denver or Wyoming. There's exactly. no NFL team in Wyoming, so he has to come to Denver. Exactly. exactly. He's not meant to be in L.A. or New York. No, like, he is not. He needs to be somewhere comfortable, somewhere uh, close to nature, so he can just play and focus exactly. on football. It was like nothing. I don't think he took a shower that day. Like I don't think he, he did. He is all about ball. He's That's all it. about ball. Wait, when was this? I don't know if I saw this. Well, it, so um, when I first saw, so I saw that picture. Yeah, see if you can find that picture. Yeah. So wait, what should he be I looking think it for? Was, I got it. Media day. Yeah. Okay. It okay. was like it was Wednesday of Super Bowl week, maybe. 
and oh, like when he was at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I think it was Wednesday. He was walking around, and I didn't know that was him. So like all day I'm looking, he's like wearing some like sweatpants and just like a t-shirt that doesn't quite fit well. Doesn't look like he's taking a shot. But it's he's like, like shorts. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> shorts, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like where after, they yeah. kind of tucked around is uh where they where they pulled up pretty high. No, just okay, all okay. Just, not fitting right. <laughs> exactly. It was not fitting right. And like again, didn't he, he he, that one works too. That's that's Is he a good picture. The same outfit? Oh, doesn't yeah, he, look he was tiny compared to Gronk. Too? Yeah, that's kind of perspective. But yeah, so he's like walking around all day. I can't. I think it was one of the Bears guys who was like, "Did you see Brock Bowers?" And I was like, "No." And there was like, oh, that's him over there. I was like, that's who that is? <laughs> like, that's who that is right there? You guys are making me concerned. Oh, yeah. I mean, Just because of the way he was dressed or his size? Well, because so then, he is a so that was size. That was the story coming out was like the size because of the picture with Gronk yep. that came out. Yep. And meanwhile, I was like, yeah, I said three weeks ago, like, I'm a little bit worried they're small. I was like, no, he's not small. It's just not. And I was like, well, now I was, I was one who said that. Yeah, you were the one to say that, but you're not concerned about it now? I mean, I'm not. It's it's why oh, I'm not. Yeah, that. <laughs> oh, you gotta see the socks too. They're like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything is like he he plays football. Like you know <laughs> he what I'm saying. And he's not that much smaller than Gronk. His head's down. And, you and know Gronk what I'm is closer. Yeah. But this is the picture. Everybody was like, "No, he's way too small." Look at him compared to Gronk. It's like <laughs> well, Gronk that. is like generationally <laughs> big. The, the knees are like. <laughs> it does not look like a football. Player. No, he does not look like he's <laughs> the shoes. Dude. The shoes with <laughs> the. <laughs> Different color ankle socks. Like he's not, <laughs> he's a baller. That's all he does. He plays yeah. football. You know what I'm saying? I like that this you is, look at that picture and you say, like, this makes him a baller. No, I'm saying because of what he's, what he's done he on the does. field. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it's, he's it's here just, to play football. He's here to play football. It's just like, it's just like guys like Bill <laughs> oh, Gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, or, yep, yep. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They're not worried about mean. the fashion, like, not worried yeah, about what they yeah, look like. Yeah, I'm here to play ball. Marvin Harrison Jr. just. For example, like if he were to show up to do ten hours of TV shows and interviews, go on ESPN and all that stuff, he's not wearing that. No, and he's probably brushing his hair too. Like it's it's just it's different. And I'm not worried about the size. Like it, it does mean that he's not just going to be like he's not going to step in and day one just be dominant. Right? Like he knows how to block and he's mean and he's physical. It'll work out. He might not be a freak blocker ever. He also still could but be. But that's not what we want from exactly. him. Exactly, we want him to be more like, like Travis Kelsey yeah. and exactly. a porter, yeah. like. Move him out. Make him a mismatch yep. against a linebacker yep. or something. Totally. Get in 12 personnel, but that that's really your slot receiver and let him move mm -hmm. and, and, and make something happen. Like, he can block if he wants. Yep. Or maybe a nice screen, you know what I'm saying? Something easy for him. <laughs> exactly. But so most what, of the time, he's running routes. What's the chances that he actually is there for Denver at 12? Well, he's a tight end, so it's possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. there's also teams like the Chargers that could trade back two picks. And oh, totally. They can help out Justin Herbert. Like, he should be off the board because to me— Or Kyler Murray and the Cardinals could also mm -hmm. just trade back and try to take a guy like that. I don't, I to, don't me even, to me, it's though. Marvin Harrison who's the first position player, and yeah. then after that, it's Brock Bowers. I think— uh, because we Brock Bowers has been he was supposed to be even higher he was supposed to be number one in this class after his freshman year yeah like his freshman year at Georgia you're like this guy is going to be he's the best tight end in the country already and he's like 18 he's going to be the first tight end off the board he's going to be the first player off the board that's not a quarterback in this draft now we're finally here and it's like well he's a tight end and Kyle Pitts didn't work it's like well yeah Kyle Pitts didn't work you can still draft him yeah and the, the, I, I like viewing it through like what I don't want my division rivals doing. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I don't want to see Marvin Harrison go to the Chargers at five. That would be awful. I also don't want to see Brock Bowers going to the Chargers at five. And I could see that happening. You hear you mentioned trading back. 
I don't think it'd be a bad pick if they draft Brock Bowers at five. Mm-hmm. So if the Broncos land him at mm-hmm. 12, I'd be over the moon for it. Yeah. Yeah. And everywhere has him going from like 14 to 18. Yeah. He has he slipped. He really could be there. So uh, yeah. Hopefully he's there. Maybe it's that picture that made him slip. <laughs> and like, I think oh, I, <laughs> that was like for a couple of days, Twitter was just yeah. all about how small he looks. And Dunking it's like, okay. Him. How is that what you're taking away from this picture? Look at him. I'll like that it. what that is the story is what are you wearing? When he pl- <laughs> when he plays SEC defenses, he looks like a monster. And he's a, and yeah. Brock is abnormally big. Yeah, exactly. Like he <laughs> when he was in the league, exactly. he is the biggest yeah, tight end. There's say, no oh, tight end bigger than him. He's going to suck. He's smaller than Gronk. Every tight end is smaller <laughs> yeah, than Gronk. Crazy like, thing to say. It's crazy. Uh yeah. But also it could be kind of redundant or seen as redundant having Greg Dulcich, but also Greg Dulcich hasn't proven these on the field. Second of all, having both of them is how you get those matchup nightmares. Because, like, typically, like, you pair tight ends. It's like, well, we'll get, like, a blocker and receiver. But when you put in two tight ends who both excel catching the football, that's when you really make defenses think. Because, in theory, you know, you go, like, 12 personnel. It's going to be a 3-4, 4-3 against you. Then they have to go into the nickel. But if they go into a nickel, maybe keep Bowers in line. You're like get Dulcich out of the way. He can go block a safety or something. You can get numbers in all these different ways and force defenses to make decisions. It could be a lot of fun. Yeah, because if you make if you make 12 personnel a passing personnel, then they have to do, like you said, they get nickel or dime. Mm-hmm. Then Brock Bowers, he can block a nickel or he exactly. can block a dime. Like, that's easy work for him. Now it turns into, you know, what are you going to run? Because mm-hmm. we kind of have you beat here. And if you really are looking at it as we're going to line up and we're going to run and you're going to know we're going to run because a game situation, whatever it might be, you still have man hurts. You still have Nate Adkins, like throw those two in with Bowers. If you want, like we know, we know Sean can get creative with the personnel adding Brock Bowers is just, it, it just gives you so many options. Yeah. Well, I also don't think he's just a one trick pony. Yeah. No, he's I, not. I think, I think he can block elite blocker. Probably not right away, Real, but, mm-hmm. but well, he, he can Real quick. Blind comparison moment. I'm going to give you guys the height and weight of three players, and you can tell me which one you guys prefer. Mm. Six, these are all tight ends. Okay. 6'4 and 240 pounds. Tight That's end Brock number Bowers. one. Yep. Tight end number two is 6'6, 260. That's ground. And yep. tight end number three is 6'4, 210. 6'4, 210? That's the, the last, the last, These Pitts. are all college, by the way. These are all college guys. Oh, they're guys. all college guys? Pitts would be taller. They're, they're players. These are all college weights. Two of them are already in the NFL. One okay, of them okay, is Brock. Okay. 210. 210 feels like Pitts. Pitts. But 6'4 feels Pitts. too short for Pitts. But maybe not. I mean, are they all the same speed? And strength. I, these, this is just all you know, like Bowers all, how they yeah. look. How they so, look. Of course, you want six six, six two. I would go six six yeah. two sixty. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. well. If if they're it all the same slow. speed, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then likely taking into speed like the sl- or the smaller the faster probably six four two forty. Yeah, to, because to it's right in the middle. It's a nice blend. Speed. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. in the middle. All Shout right. out Brock Bowers. So the first one is Brock Bowers, 6'4", 240. Bam. Next one at 6'6", 260 is Travis Kelsey, last year in college. Wow. He definitely doesn't play that anymore. <laughs> no, he does no. yeah. not play that. And then the last one is George Kittle at 6'4", 210, last right. year yeah. in college. What? What is? But he probably plays at like 245. Right, he now, now, yeah. right now he's actually uh, 230. Uh, when it comes to playing in, in uh, that, But then you wow. think about it and you're like, well, it does kind of make sense because, like, he's, like, kind of chiseled. Like, there's no extra... Like, he looks like somebody who they just, like, put muscle on, muscle on, muscle on, and then, like, year three, Kittle? he turned out... Yeah. Oh. I think he's built well. <laughs> uh, we... 
Uh, We're pushing know. it here. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I mean, it's like Shannon Sharp, kind of the same thing, because he was pretty small coming out too, right? Shannon Sharp is a is a completely different beast than Kittle. Yeah, yeah. but they, different. But at the same time, but you see the body he turns into. It's like uh-huh. when you get up to tight end size, coming in a little bit small, like it, it is a lot of muscle there. Like with Gronk, there's just like some Gronk's just a big dude. But you he's know? solid. But if if uh, Brock Bowers is two forty five in that picture. That means that he's that's that's like perfect, and that's yeah. Because you know, Sean talked about he wants guys to be at their weight. Yep. If he's already two forty five right there, like it looks very natural on him, and he yeah. and he holds it well. Yeah. So totally. that means if he was to even put on five or ten more pounds of pure muscle, he would only look better. Like yep. you know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. I don't think he would start looking sloppy. He right. has a right. room to grow. Totally. Even if he gained like a little bit of gut for the first year. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He yeah. would I think yeah. he would, his body would hold it well. Well, and you hear I love that comparison because George Kittle's now one of the best blocking tight ends in the entire NFL <laughs> yeah. and he wasn't the 6'6" 260 coming out. You don't have to be big coming out and so Brock, or Brock Bowers could absolutely be that all-around tight end too. For sure. Um all right, this has been an awesome conversation. Let's hit some super chats before we get out of here. First oh, one coming yeah. in. Uh Henry, do you want to read this name for us? I can't see that far. Oh, good. Out oh, there. I see the end, um, though. Coming That's in the from closest part our, to me. Uh, our friend Blonde says... Uh, what is it? No, no, no. I can't, I can't see it. What's the name? <laughs> yeah, here. What? Yeah, well, help us out. All right. We got this super chat from Dumb Blonde with Big Tits. Wow. Uh, there we go. I mean, they're paying to, for their name to be said. I'm going to say their name. <laughs> oh, we appreciate the super chat. It says, it'll be the dumbest thing to do if we trade everything for one guy. Let's stay at 12 and get Bowers or something. Let's be smart this time doesn't calling me s- dumb doesn't sound too dumb to me you know what I'm saying that's a smart pick that's exactly what I said so, you know what I'm wow it is. she makes a good point Wait, yeah I don't I don't think you're uh, you're that dumb we appreciate the super chat next one coming in from the I honestly can't read this one the boogie meister the boogie meister says what's up big dogs let's draft a quarterback and snack Taysom Hill as a secret weapon <laughs> and grab DK who are we talking about there? Metcalf? Metcalf would be my guess. Yeah, that's what he's not free agent, is he? He says no. a man can dream, right? A man can dream. Yeah, probably is. My um, biggest complaint in there. Taysom Hill isn't a secret weapon anymore. Secret's kinda out. He's just a weapon. No, he's Sean's weapon. That's what Sean's weapon. That's what S weapon stands for. Oh, not secret weapon. No, no. You, oh, it, oh, he I get said it. Secret, I, there we but go. I'm saying he's Sean's weapon. Yeah. Taysom Hill probably going to be a Broncos. And this that's year. your tight end. He's your everything, yeah. Oh, exactly. Boy. He's your quarterback, maybe. He's your 33-year-old. <laughs> Mile High Sign says, Broncos trade up for McCarthy? Too much JJ noise. Yeah, there is a lot. I mean, he's might be the... Because Caleb's already... Caleb, Drake, May, and J, Jaden Daniels are already kind of like at the top of draft boards. JJ's the highest riser right now from the quarterback standpoint. Yeah, I'm interested to see if that trend continues. Like, at one point, does... Do people start, you know, st- or stop disrespecting my guy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm some respect. He'll have name. he'll have his time. He we will. got two months to go. There's gonna be a window there where all the buzz goes panics. Well, he goes from third round to end of the second. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you want Penix though, like in the third round? Yeah, like, if we can get him in the third round. Heck yeah, that'd be incredible. See that might in this scenario, Broncos stay put, take Brock Bowers there. Penix is still there, like mid late second. You trade back up, snag him. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah, that's a hell of a draft. Last time the Broncos passed on a guy, a quarterback in the first round, and then uh, 
traded up in the second round to get him was Drew Locke. They also the thing got is, Noah Fan like, in that one, which is the second best they, tight end. So. They did. Stories about when and how you draft quarterbacks 90% of the time are just going to be bad stories, regardless of what team you are. Like the, the number of teams where it's just like, oh, remember that time we picked Lamar Jackson in the 20s and he turned out to be awesome? Like those, those just are so rare. Even like number one picks. It's like, oh, remember that time we got the number one pick and we drafted Joe Burrow? It's like, oh, congrats. Or like Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield or Bryce Young last year. Like stories about teams drafting quarterbacks are not happy stories. The only team that can say that they've had a good run are the Green Bay Packers. True. They're the only ones that can say. And they traded for Favre, too. Yeah. Yeah. So their streak is two. Broncos have had some great quarterbacks in their franchise history and. None All of them trades. were drafted. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yep. Crazy enough. Jake Plummer, the third best quarterback in Broncos history, not drafted by him. Obviously, yep. John Elway not drafted by him. Peyton Manning not drafted by him. Russell Wilson not drafted by him. It's wild. Tim Tebow, the best drafted Broncos quarterback? I, only. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was thinking back, though, without this was during the Randy Gratishar thing. Without Randy Gratishar, the Broncos probably don't get John Elway. Because Elway was refusing to play for Baltimore, he probably would have refused to play for the Broncos too, if they had never like if they didn't have that like eight year stretch before where they started not being terrible and finishing last every year. That's wow. just a fun little thought I had. Shout out to Randy. Shout out Randy. Or Next Sean, time I see him, I'm gonna bring that up. As Sean calls him, Randy Gratishaw. Randy Gratishaw. Randy Gratishaw. On that note, oh, we'll end it today. Oh, uh, I out. pulled up uh, George Kittle, six four two ten, is a freshman. Six four two fifty is senior year. You can oh, just okay. mute him. You hear? There we go. <laughs> Again, I looked it up quick because I'm actually you doing did. my job back here. So. Wow. On that note. Wait, one more. Oh. Just wow, from our friends. Our friends leave. at Bet three six five. They have odds out on where Brock Bowers will go. Okay. Chargers plus two ten at five. Colts plus six fifty at fifteen. Uh, Jets plus 800 at 10. Bengals plus 1,000 at 18. Um, that's the Saints at 14. Titans at 7. So there's kind of the range. Wait, is there Broncos anywhere? Uh, next up, Broncos, 16 to 1 odds. And they're like 8th on the list-ish? 7th. 7th, man. Can coaches make bets? No. Because no <laughs> if no. we know we're trading, I'm <laughs> telling my grandma, like, hey. Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. so the thing is, if you work for an organization or anything related to the team, you cannot bet on anything in the NFL or your team. That's the rule they have for it. The same rule they have for players they have for everybody all over the all in across. The, no. In the NCAA, no. the rule is if you work for, I think in the athletics department of any NCAA school, you can't bet on any sport that the NCAA has. So, like, not only can you not bet on college football, but you can't bet on NFL football either. And oh. you can't bet on, like, there's NCAA wrestling, so you couldn't bet on, like, Olympic wrestling. What? Any sport they have, you can't bet on, whether your school has it or not. Dang. Wow. Yeah. I do wonder where the line is truly drawn, though, of, like, I know that players' spouses can't yep. bet on things, but, like, yeah. Can players' moms bet or players' cousins bet? Like there has to be a line I know drawn somewhere. It says somewhere. it says family can't, but I can't remember if it's like friends and family. But the point would be to keep it broad so that you could just take it to court and be like, "Hey, look, obviously this is insider trading." Well, I don't think we're family with any NFL coaches, so nope. 
If you guys want to let us know what you're doing uh, inside the Broncos organization, we can play some bets yeah. and win some money. That's true. <laughs> help us out. Uh, and help us out by throwing us a thumbs up on our way out here. really helps us, supports the channel. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow with a fun conversation at 11 a.m. Make, sh- make sure to roll with us. Oh, and also stay tuned to DNVR Rockies, which is rolling up right after this. We'll see you tomorrow. Flying cotton would stick to you